the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Friday afternoon. It seems like every week goes by faster than the previous week, and this week has just flown by. Here we are. It's Friday. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Got a lot of things to talk about today, updates, stories that we have covered in the past. Um, And a, a verdict was reached yesterday in the Jesse Smollett case. Got comments about that. But first, I uh, just a few moments ago got off the phone with um, one of our regular listeners. I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want to violate any kind of privacy. But um, this gentleman says that he we have not met, uh, but he says he listens almost every day. And um, he was... Uh, He was very distraught, in fact, extremely distraught. And I was reminded that the holidays, and I think particularly Christmas, you know, as the old song says, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and it is. I've said repeatedly how much I love Christmas, and I do, but it is at the same time the most difficult time of year for many, many, many people. Not just a few. Many people. Um, Many of you will spend this holiday season, Christmas season, with family and friends. Your house will ring with laughter and the smells of wonderful foods. 
wafting out from the kitchen. But that will not be the case for everyone. Some couples will spend this Christmas alone. But they will have each other. They won't have children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, and so forth. But but they'll have each other. But it it still won't be like it used to be when the house was just filled with kids and laughter and presents all over the place and wrapping paper everywhere. And then there will be some who will be all alone. And as I said, I've never met this individual, but uh, he told me that he's all alone, has no family this Christmas season. No one says he feels completely and totally alone. I didn't have a lot of time to talk to him because I had to come and and get on the air. But I talked to him as long as I could, had prayer with him, asked him if he had ever accepted Christ as Savior. He assured me that he had. And I encouraged him to get in a, a local church. Um, I asked, and this is this is not critical. I'm just passing along information, not criticism. And I, I want you to understand that. And if this gentleman is listening now, I want him to know this is not criticism. I asked, hey, when was the last time you were a part of a church? And he gave me the name of a church uh, that I would not attend. Uh, I think it's a church that preaches and teaches a lot of false doctrine. But he said that was 20 years ago. It's been 20 years. He got burned. And this is not unusual to get into a church and get burned by false doctrine, by gossip, by just the unkindness of carnal Christians. It happens. Happens all the time. So it is not, it should be, but it's not extremely unusual to be burned by a church. But listen to me, folks. The Bible says that Jesus died for the church. And I've said this repeatedly. The local church is God's plan for the world today. And I have repeated this hundreds and hundreds of times. You cannot show me anything that God accomplished in the New Testament that was not by, through, or for, not the universal church, but a local church. Everything that God did and accomplished in the New Testament was by, through, or for a local church. We need that fellowship of other believers. We need it. And so I just encourage you. And by the way, listen, when you are down, when you are distressed, when you are discouraged, sometimes you don't want to be around other people, and yet you feel so completely and totally alone That is when you must force yourself. And God has given us free will. 
That is when you must force yourself to be around other people. And maybe even to try to find ways to minister to other people. As humans, obviously we have a desire for people to minister to us. That is a totally, absolutely normal human desire and response. It's the way we're made up. And yet there is so much in Scripture about esteeming others better than ourselves. Looking for others before ourself. And I think it's very, very important that we be a part of a solid Bible-believing local church, and they are out there. They are. Wonderful churches. Godly churches. Biblical churches. And don't just attend become a part. But don't wait for the church to reach out to you. Now, I hope the church will reach out to you, and they should reach out to you, but don't wait. Reach out to them. And find people that you can minister to. Because there are so many. And um, I, uh, and again, I'm not going to give you this listener's name, but I hope you'll pray for him. Just talked to him 10 minutes ago. Very, very discouraged. Will you join me? And I prayed with him, but would you join me in praying for him? God would encourage him and strengthen him and that he would be able to reach out to others as well. These are difficult times for so many people. Be looking for other people that you can reach out to. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, the Supreme Court acted again on the uh, Texas heartbeat bill. This has been really, hey, listen. I keep telling I'm not an expert on anything. I'm certainly not an attorney. I'm not a constitutional expert, and I I certainly am not an expert on um, the Supreme Court. But this, this whole, the, the way the Supreme Court has handled this Texas heartbeat bill seems to me to be really bizarre. They keep handing out piecemeal decisions. Little bit here, little bit there, little bit here. Yeah, you can you can keep the law in effect. Well, but you well, anyway. Here is the latest, and let me just read it to you. The Supreme Court this morning ruled that a lawsuit by abortion providers against Texas over its abortion law 
may proceed. Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers are suing the state of Texas to try to block the heartbeat bill uh, passed in the state of Texas. Initially, well, and in fact, the federal government on the Justice Department tried to block that law. Supreme Court said, no, uh, no, we, we, no, we're not going to block it. So abortion providers have sued the state of Texas over the abortion law. This has gone to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court has said, yeah, if you want to sue, you can sue. You, you Go ahead. Well, which means... It's going to have to wind through the lower courts again before it reaches back to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court could have just ruled the law is constitutional, the law isn't constitutional, and made a decision that would have bypassed all of the legal wrangling in the lower courts. They chose not to do that. And that's why, if I were to make a prediction, well, I guess I already have, the Supreme Court is not going to overturn Roe versus Wade. I really don't think they will. I wish they would. I hope they do. I pray they do. I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, they're not supposed to be political. Yeah, but they are political. So anyway, this is a two-edged sword, this decision handed down by the Supreme Court today. Number one, the abortion providers like Planned Parenthood and other abortionists can continue to sue the state of Texas to try to block the heartbeat bill. However, the court also ruled that the heartbeat bill will remain in effect through those legal challenges. So it is a victory. Is it a victory for the pro-life? Yeah, it is. They didn't stop the law. The law can still be enforced, which means babies are going to be saved from abortion. But it is going to go through the courts again and ultimately will end up before the Supreme Court again. So it's just it's just bizarre. Speaking of bizarre... Jesse Smollett, the uh, black homosexual activist and actor that claimed back, uh, I don't know, 2018, I think, that he was attacked by two white supremacist uh, Donald Trump supporters. Uh, They beat him up. They put a noose around his neck, called him names, etc. And then we found out. He made it all up. He hired two blacks to beat him up, put the noose around his neck and so forth, so that he could um, increase his notoriety and play the victim. Well, he was arrested and charged with lying to police. He was uh, charged with... uh, What was the... um, Disorderly conduct, several disorderly conducts and so forth. All right. When we went off the air yesterday, we knew that a verdict had been reached, but we didn't know what it was. Well, now we know. 
He was found guilty of five of the six charges against him. Five of the six charges. Now, here's my question. Will President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, Reverend Al Sharpton, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, and a whole host of people on the liberal left apologize. In January of 2019, Joe Biden said, what happened today to Jesse Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We are with you, Jesse. Uh, Did he have any facts? No. Vice President Kamala Harris said, this was a modern-day lynching. Uh, she have any proof, any evidence? No. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, who ran for president, called it a modern-day lynching. He said the vicious attack on actor Jesse Smollett was an attempted modern-day lynching. Al Sharpton said that the guilty must face the maximum Speaking of the white supremacists that never existed, uh, I mean a long, long laundry list of leftist Democrats came to the defense of Jesse Smollett, jumped to conclusions, and now we know it was all a lie. Uh, Will there be any apologies? Yeah, no. No, 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 no. All right, we'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 